0: Welcome back to the Wasted Local Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Daniel.
1: I am your other host, Josiah. Our world-renowned Wasted Local Talent Fantasy Football Podcast. Yes. World-renowned. Well, we're nationwide now. Nationwide? No, there was like, hon- on that list, I saw Hong Kong. <laughs> so that's, where we're worldwide well,
0: yeah. now. Yeah, let's do worldwide. I yeah. mean, you know, we've got listens all over the all over the country. And Michael's joining us now. Hey, Michael.
2: Oh, are we recording? Yeah, we're live. I just like to come down here and hang out with headphones on. (laughs) That's weird.
0: Do you ever listen to anything on those headphones?
2: I listen to a couple really good podcasts. Like what? Like uh, Wasted Local Talent, which I think
1: you're probably listening to right now. We were just talking about that article that we were on.
2: Oh, that was fake. I made that up. Oh shoot! I'm just messing with you guys. <laughs> I'm the, you know.
1: <laughs> no. But shout yeah. out to um Troy. I forget your last name, but
2: Aikman. Troy Aikman. No, no,
1: no. Don't. <laughs> Sorry, shout out
2: I'm him. channeling my inner Joe Buck, just blowing that guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, today we were featured on um, the podcast Business Journal of one of the top ten local podcasts of 2019,
1: which is awesome i looked that guy up and this is not the first top 10 list he's put out about this so he at least put one out in 2018 which i would say makes him an expert
2: yes yep troy price of front porch studios has a uh, awesome recording studio puts out a ton of good podcasts does kind of the same thing that 13 palm trees does so yeah. mr price if
1: you're listening hit us up we'd yeah.
0: love to talk, talk to you yeah it's but, like wasted to florida i think it's where he's based out of Wasted thought,
2: local Florida, wasted
0: local Florida, challenges Florida man. Florida local
1: talent, <laughs> Florida, Florida man on. Wait, wait,
0: wasted Florida man. That that's probably the best. Florida
1: yeah. <laughs> wasted by hurricanes. <laughs> no, wow. <laughs> oh,
2: sorry. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that's probably what Florida thinks.
1: <laughs> All right, we're here to talk about other stuff. We have D and D kinda, yes, which you our, are both on. Yes, one of
0: our sister podcasts. Where Michael Is, is it there. a brother podcast or a sister podcast? Jed's on it, so it's a sister podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> we also have video game mythos. Which where, is
1: fantastic.
0: Where Michael and, and Ryan. Ryan talk about the backstories and video uh, game. I don't want to toot my own horn,
1: so I'm going to let you guys carry these. I'm not gonna Okay, I'm not going to toot either. your horn either. Right, it's a great podcast, a- though. <laughs> I love it. Daniel and I are actually on an episode... Of video game mythos. Yes. Uh, it is, is really mean, great.
0: Which, which was not critically acclaimed.
1: Super <laughs> professional. And Fortnite is fantastic. I don't care what you say. <laughs> you can at me. And I <clears throat> will probably just cry, you know. But it's okay. Yeah. And then. We have Gurus of Gaming. Gurus of Gaming, which I am also on. Yes. Michael is also on. You are it's known like to be on. I,
0: I stop by like every six months from or time
1: so. time time. Yeah. But we had a very special episode. Uh, Hunter Guyer took over his first hosting position while Guru's host and moderator was on the Millennial Falcon. And uh, (laughs) it was a great show. I was actually listening to it Mm. on the way here. Yeah. Yeah, You can find
0: any of our podcasts on any of your favorite podcast sites, apps, whatever you use. Even your least
1: favorite. Yeah, and your least favorite. Yeah.
0: For all you Android users out there. Yeah. just search for 13 palm trees, and all, of, all four of them will pop up, and you can check them all out. Indeed. Yes. So. I know what you're all here for, though. Yes. Fantasy football. This is our final episode. <laughs> this is the last it episode. It kind of hurts. It's, it's going to be, like, I, 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 I enjoy, I, I look forward to this every week. Like, I love coming in here and talking about football.
1: I don't know what I'm going to do on Tuesdays now. I'm just going to sit at home and probably play Fortnite, to be probably. honest, yeah. with Daniel. Mock drafts. Yeah, I do mock drafts for my team all the time. Gosh, we need a quarterback. Go Steelers. I'm pretty sure that right after that
0: game, you said that Duck was better than Dak.
1: Yeah, still and true.
0: Four interceptions. <laughs> That's all I have
1: to say. I know, and I said, imagine imagine how bad it would have been if Dak was our quarterback.
0: I mean, you know, he did play against them a couple weeks ago and did not throw four interceptions. I'm just saying. So, you know, Duck we also have more... Than Dak. More weapons out there that are healthy than than the Steelers. So, big, true. But we're gonna get into that. I later. honestly think that head to head right now in Pittsburgh, Dallas would lose. So probably, yeah. I Unless know. we played like we did on Sunday, which is a whole. Yeah, what's story. with that man? I don't know. It's it's that false hope. I'm I'm telling you. Everybody's like, "No, it's fine. Like, you know, keep keep rooting for them, keep rooting for them." And it's like, I don't want that false hope of like, yeah, we're going to make the playoffs because the rest of the division sucks and we're going to lose in the first round to like the 49ers or somebody, whoever gets that 5th seed yeah. or 4th seed or whoever. And it's just going to be another disappointing game that I have to sit and watch. So, I've kind of checked out. I wasn't even excited about the game on Sunday. I remember even though we destroyed them. There's the I I was excited about the Sean Lee interception. That was the only thing that really got me excited because it's nice to see him do something.
1: Yeah, for once. Yeah, he was on the field. Yeah. Huh.
0: All right, let's get into the final week,
1: and the winner is going to be announced later (laughs) in the show.
0: Yeah, you got to wait till the very end for that. So, um, it was me. (laughs) Somebody did uh, on the. The Instagram asked who who won Daniel or Josiah. Somebody put Roger, and I laughed pretty pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> so cause, I was because uh, in no way did he win anything this this year. Like he won a couple games, but that was just a fluke. <laughs> like,
1: I was winning the Facebook vote sixty seven percent. I think we had quite a few votes in, yeah, it and sixty seven
0: percent people seem wrong. to like me more than mm-hmm. they
1: like you. Yes, it's just in general.
0: That's fun. I mean, I, I don't even. I, I like you more than I like me. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, okay.
2: I like me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do first off, we're going to get into the consolation ladder um, and then we're going to go over next year's draft order um, because the consolation, dra- uh, yeah, the consolation uh, games played a direct part in next year's draft order as well as um, if you tank, you go down in the draft. We stated that earlier this year and one team made that fatal mistake <laughs> of benching players and trying to tank to get a better pick. And they are right above Josiah and myself at number eight. Um, So let's go ahead and get in the winner's consolation, um, which would be the two teams that were pushed out of the winner's bracket, which is Nathan and Josh. Nathan did something hilarious this week, and about 10 minutes before the game started, he dropped pretty much everybody on his team.
1: Well, he had a lot him. of injuries as well, so he, he had almost his hand was kind of forced.
0: He did, and um, he dropped people and picked up pretty much a whole new team and won, 137.2 to 126.9. He picked up uh, Perryman, which, good on him. He went nuts. Saquon Barkley finally had a good game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Nathan wanted to do something weird for the last game. He did it, and it paid off. Uh <laughs>
1: Great ESPN app.
0: Great, we're gonna get sued now, so we'll <laughs> see you guys never. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I was just pulling up the game, and uh, first thing I noticed is Saquon Barkley has twenty eight point three points, and I was trying to look to see if that's his highest scoring total of the whole year. I'm
0: pretty sure. I think it's actually more than he scored all the rest of the
1: year combined. Probably. <laughs> he had. This was this was Nathan's first overall pick. He was the first overall draft pick, so he kind of needed him to score 28.3 points all season. And it was
2: his highest game. Yeah. Week 8, he scored 24.3. So.
1: BSPN app sucks. I'm still loading it on my phone, but uh, it's kind of a shame for Nathan that it took all the way until the last week of the season for his quote-unquote best player mm-hmm. to show up and kind of win him the game because Josh's team didn't do bad. He no. did
0: really well. If he would have started Winston, he kept making that mistake of starting Rogers over Winston. Story Winston's been going crazy. Um, let's not spend too much time on these games because we have a lot of stuff we're going to yeah, talk Yeah, we are. Um, so we're going to go ahead and go from the bottom up of the consolation ladder. So at the bottom, we had Bald Bear Fighter Jed playing Roger, injured reserve. Uh, Roger won 92.1 to 69.9. And it's because Jed did not start Some people, so Jed is the one who got pushed down in next year's draft order. Uh, Next, we've got VH Loop of Batman Bruce against Team Hairless Jess, beating her 110.5 to 84.4. And this one was for the All the Marbles first round, or sorry, first pick overall next year. Michael, the chosen one, versus his wife, Brittany, Mind Bonner. She Michael Dom or sorry <laughs> Michael got dominated. Yes. <laughs> um actually it wasn't Michael didn't do bad. 117.2 and just like the rest of the year quarterback. Quarterback played a big part in it. Um Tough. Brittany beat him
1: 147 to 117.2. Um besides his quarterback who got 7.3 and Michael Gallup who got 1.1 1. 1, mm-hmm. uh if he if he has even just regular people games out of those two positions, I know Brittany scored almost one hundred and fifty points, but Michael would have at least made it interesting, but Brittany has planted her flag in the number one overall top spot next year, and mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what she's going to do with it
2: she's I probably am
1: draft Schuster again
2: I can't <laughs> even be mad about my loss here because like. No one could have predicted that her team just would have went off like this. Like,
0: everyone... I mean, she's been kind of doing that off and on all year. Yeah,
2: that's what I mean. Like, it was Um, I mean, Mixon, 17, Devontae Parker, 21, McLaurin, 21. And, like, all of... Interesting thing, all of her players played in the 1 o'clock game. All of mine played in the 4 o'clock game. So, by the end of the night, we had just... It was pretty obvious he was going to win, and I was just—we were actually out shopping, and I had my phone up, and I was just the whole day. I was like, "God damn it, Jesus!" Christ. <laughs> like, just like literally within the first five minutes, the all the top five people already had touchdowns, and she mm-hmm. was up on me by seventy points, and I was like, "That's stop!" I'm just so angry. People yeah, thought it was it,
1: just a Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, just getting my butt kicked in fantasy. So Melvin Gordon not really coming through for me. In the final game, but man, no one in that game did great. So,
0: you know what's awesome though is that the three of us sitting at this table right now all have the same amount of fantasy points that AJ Green does. So, (laughs) (laughs) who rode Michael's bench the entire season in the hopes that he might come back?
2: You know what? It could have happened to anyone though. Anyone would have. I mean, Green is an elite receiver. Uh, Yeah, no, I need to move this.
1: You know, I saw the reports where it's like Mm -hmm. AJ Green is in Green Bay and then, uh, the next report's like, actually, he's seeing a foot specialist. He's probably not going to return this year. He might have to retire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so A.J. Green, not going to be a Packer, but he might need foot surgery, foot surgery.
0: Yeah. So basically, this these three games plus Nathan's and Josh's game, so those four games, yeah, those four games, determined the draft order. So next year's 2020 draft, Brittany's picking number one overall. Number two, Michael. Number three, Roger. Number four, Bruce, if he plays again. Number five, Jess, if she plays again, or if Jed decides to run two teams again. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, Josh.
2: <laughs> I mean, really, technically, it's if anyone plays again. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. I know there's there's a few people in here that I know for sure will play. But I'll there's play. A f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you're going to play. I'm going to play. Um, number six, Josh. Number seven, Nathan. Number eight, Jed, like we stated,
1: and the last two picks we'll save.
0: Yeah, we'll save those last two um, just to keep you uh, waiting to, to to find out who won. All right, so we're gonna give out some awards now. Not actual physical awards. No. Uh, These are like participation trophies, almost. Yeah, <laughs> like most you millennials out there know, complain about all the time. But I but I Yeesh. played in the game. Yeah. No,
2: but I played. <laughs> anyway yeah, so
0: um, we, we we sat down and we came up i think there's there were 10 and i know today we added like five more so there's right around like 15 different categories that yeah. we're going to give out awards for it. so we'll just go ahead and start at the top of what i've got here we're gonna go with best draft pick and i think the consensus was based on where he was picked and how much he did for that person's team it was my pick of lamar jackson 119th overall in the 12th round
1: and this is not something that daniel kind of gave an award to himself no i insisted that lamar jackson in the 12th round who might be the mvp of the nfl this year and the number one scoring fantasy player this year mm-hmm. um this is what this is what um jed wanted pat mahomes to be for him yeah and you got your Number one quarterback in the twelfth round after Matt Ryan, who you were. This was just kind of a oh, Lamar Jackson's there. I'll get yeah, him as my backup. It's kind of like
0: a you know because I mean nobody knew what he was really going to do, so picked him up just to just to have him just in case. And,
1: and I will say yeah. that I don't know where you picked up Mark Andrews, but I can find out. Real the quick. pairing between Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews <laughs> um, is just. That was almost unbeatable all year. Be- um, I've
0: drafted him after Lamar Jackson, 139th yeah. um, in the 14th round. So How many
1: touchdowns I- did he get?
0: Um, all year.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd say probably eight. Eight, bop, bop, bop. eight. eight. So that's 80 th- points f- for you. So, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. A 12th round pick, and then, I mean, that... That was great for you. Mm -hmm. All right, biggest draft bust. I kind of mentioned it already. Pat Mahomes to Jed in the first round, who was Lamar Jackson last year. Just absolutely outstanding. And if he he had the same season he had last year, Jed would have done much better. Yeah. He had some injury problems. Yeah, he got injured too. And that directly affected his second round pick, Travis Kelsey, who also... So conceivably...
0: I would say Patrick Mahomes was definitely a bigger bust. Well, than not Travis Kelsey. Well, I think, I'm I,
1: just I, saying he Kelsey... probably lost 20 points a game because of that. Because yeah, of that. Yeah. I was gonna
2: say it's not just the fact that Patrick Mahomes had Mahomes had problems. It's the fact that his loss directly affected other people on his team as yeah. well.
1: Because he was expecting 50 <laughs> points a game from Mahomes and Kelsey, like you were getting from Jackson and Andrews, but instead he's getting 25 points a game from those two, mm-hmm. and uh, that's not going to win. Yeah. Better luck next year, Jed. So, <laughs> so tell much you actually, you <laughs> I'm not actually going to wish you any better luck. I, I hope you suck again next year. <laughs> Same. All right. Next,
0: we've got the worst draft pick. And I think I think we agreed on this. This was my opinion. Yeah, I, was, I agree as well. Was Brittany picked Juju Smith-Schuster's fifth overall? Overall, Great.
2: I felt like she picked with her heart on that one. Like, I mean, she's you, a Steelers fan, so which yeah. sucks for me, but and
0: you couldn't <laughs> see you couldn't foresee Ben Roethlisberger getting hurt, no, nope. what in the second game. Um, still but
2: though, even if he was there, that's still a risky pick. Yeah, that was a round. high
1: pick for him in general. Uh, even if he switch with Antonio Brown out, even if he gets what he got last year, he's still not a number one pick.
2: Yeah. Maybe a third round.
1: This was hopefully getting the projections that they had James Washington and Deontay Johnson and just not really much in the receiver core. And this is hoping that Juju Smith Schuster has a Michael Thomas kind of historic season. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't done that before. Now he might've been a good second round pick or possibly in the middle of the third round pick. If he did what he did last year, but with with Roethlisberger going down and then Juju going down, this I, I'm not going to say it was a terrible pick. It was a high risk, high reward kind of deal, and she did not get any mm-hmm. anything out of it. Well, just
0: just from the people that were still there, um, because we had Saquon Barkley, um, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Alvin Kamara, and then was it Ezekiel Elliott, top four.
1: So DeAndre talk Hopkins, Ellie.
0: Talk Hopkins early. Was it Todd Elliot
2: went fifth. Yeah. No, he Elliot went, went he eighth. Went oh.
0: He, he went out because Brittany was fifth. Elliot, um,
1: Elliot went to Josh. Okay. Um, like but so. Eighth. Okay.
0: So yeah, I mean, you've got all of these powerhouse wide receivers. There's still some decent running backs. It's like, I mean, you
2: know, even so, yeah.
1: Travis Kelsey,
2: DeAndre Hopkins hadn't yeah. even been taken yet. Yeah, no, he no, hadn't.
1: Yeah. So she took him over the number one projected receiver. And I think Devonta Adams is also projected higher than him. Uh, I mean, I don't know all the exact statistics, but Juju was probably—I'd
0: say he's like a late second, early third-round pick.
1: Like a—he a, was
0: projected a to be a top-five
1: receiver, so that it wasn't stupid of her. It just didn't work out for her.
0: I no. mean, I can pull up um, <clears throat> where he was actually projected in the draft, hmm. if we care.
2: I don't. I think we've talked about this in the past too about like the implications of this pick and how it probably helped her team. In the long run, even though she didn't make the playoffs and didn't win, she learned a lesson, especially coming up with first-round draft pick next year. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, And that, that kind of leads into our next award where Brittany, who needed receiver help, went out to the waiver wire and picked up Terry McLaurin. And I think that was one of the best waiver wire pickups of the entire year. Yeah,
0: I think – and we were talking about this the other day too, like – if DJ Chark would have been more consistent, I think that he would have probably won it. Not because I picked him up, but because of the games that he was having. But then all the quarterback issues and stuff kind of screwed him. But Terry McLaurin has been – he's had his ups and downs just because of the he's team. He's a
1: rookie, and they're bad. They're yeah. a bad team, the Redskins.
0: But whenever he has – I mean, he has games.
1: Where yeah, he, he scored just 21 off. points this yeah. week. And so, I think
2: – Nine touchdowns. He's trending yeah. a up. rookie.
1: He's trending up. So, yeah. yeah, He hopefully he doesn't have some sophomore woes where now people kind of know about him. The Redskins probably need to get a second receiver or a tight end or a running back or an offensive line. but <laughs> Just one of the yeah, few things that you need things. on offense. Now, yeah. another great waiver wire pickup that I will mention is the Patriots' defense for Michael. Oh, my
0: gosh, yes. How could we
1: forget about that one? And I... Because we put Terry McLaurin down because he was the offensive <coughs> player. But
2: well, I also feel it's important to, to choose Terry McLaurin because that was like a true waiver wire pickup. Yeah, No one had him. It was a Not reach drafted. out based on skill. It was, hey, I'm seeing this. I'm going to pick it up. It was research, good research done by Brittany.
1: Yeah. No, the other and, one, on the other hand. <laughs> well, Terry McLaurin was one of those guys where I saw him, and I was like, if he does this next week, I might pick him up. Uh, and I didn't really have the need at that time, I mean, I I needed receiver, but... Everyone's watching waivers. Yeah, everyone's watching. Everyone's watching. She pulled the trigger on it, and it paid off for her. So, uh, that is when I had probably Rob Gronkowski on my bench. (laughs) So, that that just shows that, uh, I mean, she needed a receiver, and she pulled it off. But, yeah, honorable mention goes to the Patriots defense, who did great for you.
0: (laughs) I can't believe... And they, they they showed up again this week. Yeah, They did. You know, which it was
2: it it was great, but it was countered very heavily by the Bills' defense when I played Brittany. Yeah, well, they scored yeah. the exact same amount of yep. points.
1: So, and then uh, another thing, you made more waiver pickups than anybody. Yeah, let me. All season, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna pull that up right <clears> now, actually.
1: And you picked up. See, it would one week you would run out, and you got. The Colts back up, and it worked out for you. Williams? Williams, yep. 49. He scored like – you had 49 waiver pickups? Yep. The and, next closest was
0: Bruce with 40. <laughs> then below that, the next closest was Nathan with That's over three
2: every week. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: well, <Jeez. laughs> it, it's 100% because you'd pick up someone like Williams. He would score 19 points. The next week, he would score – zero points. (laughs) And so you're like, well, shoot, I have to pick up three more different people this year, uh, this week. And so I, I feel like you were very unlucky a lot of different times because you were reaching for quarterback. You were reaching for a flex position. You were reaching for a defense before you got the Patriots defense, but it's, you were juggling a lot. And that, I mean, you almost made the playoffs just based off of, Never giving up, which <laughs> proves that trying hard doesn't always make you a successful person. <laughs> so, you millennial people out there, <laughs> hard work doesn't always pay off. You got to get good. So, get fucking yeah, James Conner was
2: good enough to beat cancer, but he's not good enough to be a good running back. <laughs> <guy>. So, <laughs> proving that just because you try hard doesn't mean you're going to succeed at everything. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. So, we're going to go ahead and move into uh, the best trade. And the best trade that helped out, I mean, I, I don't know. You guys, there wasn't a lot of trades. Yeah. And most of them were dog shit. There was only two that stood out to me, was this one and the one that I made with Roger.
2: There really wasn't a lot of trades, but there were still more trades this year than any than other, any league other year. Yeah, league year.
0: Um, we've got Josiah traded <clears throat> Michael, Melvin Gordon, and received Jarvis Landry and DeAndre Hopkins.
1: So this was the week after Adam Thielen... And I think I had McColl Hardman for the Kansas City Chiefs because Tyreek Hill was out. They scored me a combined total of less than two points. And I I picked up Melvin Gordon off waiver wires. Thank you, Josh. Honorable mention for best waiver wire pickup. <laughs> so I basically traded Melvin Gordon for free for DeAndre Hopkins and Jarvis Landry. At that point, Michael's still really hurting for running back, which he kind of did all season. But, but this, I was
2: so stacked in wide receivers, though, yeah. because regardless of me not having uh, Jarvis Landry or DeAndre Hopkins. I still had Cooper Cup. I still had uh, Keenan Allen.
1: Cooper Cup was the number one receiver at that point.
2: Yep, and at that point, DeAndre Hopkins hadn't scored me over six points.
1: So, So, yeah, and DeAndre Hopkins was having a rough season. So this was, I think, the Dalvin Cook trade that you did with Roger Mm -hmm. was a great trade. But I feel like this trade was better for both sides. Where I I mean you got you had Tyree Kill and I got so Amari it was, Cooper.
0: I traded Dalvin Cook and Golden Tate for mm. Amari Cooper, Tyree Kill, and Jacoby Brissett. And Jacoby Brissett, I turned around and traded him and Michael Gallup to Michael for Marlon Mack and yeah. maybe just Marlon Mack. Yeah, uh, I think that's what it was. And sorry it didn't pay off. But <laughs> Jacoby Brissett was doing okay at that point.
2: It's just because he landed on my team,
1: but yeah, it's like this league. (laughs) Michael and I both got starters out of this trade, Mm -hmm. and uh, I think that. I mean, you can argue either way, but because Michael and I are on this episode, Mm -hmm. and Roger is not, suck it, Roger. We win best trade, tag team. I think no, I'm not. I think it's
0: funny. I told I told somebody that it's going to be really funny that whenever Roger gets cooked that he's gonna start getting hurt he did and he did like two weeks later he was out he just got hurt again last week he had
1: like five 100 yard games in a row and yeah. then he ended the season with not five 100 yard games in a row I think he's not had a 100 yard rushing game in seven weeks if I'm not mistaken
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up but um, okay we're gonna go to uh the next and you my manager yeah do you you kind of explain this because you did your spreadsheet and like how all that works.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I put together uh, for the best manager, I we put together a spreadsheet that contained every number of points scored every week by every team. And we also put together an additional uh, section of that same spreadsheet that had every number of points scored on a, everyone's bench per week. So then I ran a formula that calculated the difference between the players they had their, their total score on the bench and the total score on uh, that had started.
1: Basically, if they started the right people right. or not.
2: So, based on that calculation, our best manager ended up being the person who had the fewest number of points averaged per week, um, meaning that they made the right call consistently throughout the season. And that
1: person ended up being Brittany. So, so consistently throughout the season uh, – She started the right people. Even when Juju Smith-Schuster wasn't performing, she started putting him on her bench, which is hard to do. And uh, I believe I was just behind her at .8, like by .8.
2: It was an average of .8, so I'm assuming it was probably about 13 or 14. Actually, probably like 16 or 17.
1: But, yeah, I mean, it was – very closely you so i'm i'm proud of that but i i agree that Brittany she had probably more issues with her team than i did i had a few weeks where i started the wrong flat out wrong person but i it wasn't it wasn't like it hurt my team because my starter would only score like five or six points less Mm -hmm. but she the difference where she would start the right player and they would go off for 20 more points than her bench then that Almost got her into the playoffs.
2: Yeah, yeah even absolutely.
1: even despite <laughs> some of the poor decisions she made in the draft. So one of the things next year she has the first overall pick. If she makes the right decision on who to pick, paired with her, I guess, ability to make sure she's putting the right people in the game.
2: I, I would th- I would say it's just pure analytical sense because yeah. Brittany doesn't watch football day in and day out like we do she's not tuned into every game and every stat like you guys are i'm not saying i am on that one either but the fact of the matter is that she stays well enough in tune to make those fine calm decisions and obviously in this category it played out for her. didn't end up her winning but she won the consolation bracket yeah, so that's gets, still something
1: yeah and this award for best manager pairs with the our award for our worst manager and I think everybody knows who that is.
2: Yeah, and it calculated on the opposite end of the spectrum. The number of points on your bench consistently week after week was the highest in the league, meaning you meaning you made the worst decisions on who to put up top. Because it, again, it wasn't just calculated off the number of points on the bench; it was calculated off the differential, the differential based between off of,
0: starters and bench. Yeah. Yes,
2: yeah. so that. Those numbers were taken into account and averaged out, so it wasn't just that number. Because I know a lot of people could be thinking, "Well, that doesn't really make sense." Because what if someone scored 150 points?
0: I was going to say, yeah, because like week one, I scored like 169 points or something like that, and my bench had 117. So yeah. it was like you know yep. stuff like that. But, but it, it aver- we average yeah, that
2: out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's not like I said, it's not the average. You take that number, you subtract it, and mm-hmm. then you span it out over 15 weeks, and then you uh, divide it by 15. It gives you the average. And it's, again, so it's, it's very concise, and I, I'm not going to say I knew how to do it. I went online to look about, oh, okay. not, not as far as spreadsheet goes, but just, like, how I'd go about making that calculation make the most sense. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, suck it, Josh. <laughs>
1: so. <laughs> so, Josh, I actually, before you even calculated this, I picked Josh because I knew consistently if he would start Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs would do nothing. If he'd put Stephon Diggs <laughs> on his bench, he'd Stephon get... Diggs would get 30 points. <laughs> if he would start Aaron Rodgers, Jameis Winston would get 40 points. If he would start Jameis Winston, Aaron Rodgers would get 40 points. Every so week. <laughs> It was a lot of bad luck paired with he was unable to make the draft because he was indisposed. Is that the word? Inebriated. Inebriated. <laughs> that's the right word. He... Dropped Melvin Gordon, who was one of the better—I mean, I'm not going to say top running backs—but he, he took a few weeks to get spun up. But he—he he was scoring you double digits, yeah. which is
2: well, not in the first three weeks he wasn't. He got. Me well, I'm six just saying a it's game.
1: golden, especially down the playoff stretch, to have a running back that is yeah. not putting up single-digit points. And then he also dropped the Patriots' defense. Uh, he made some really good decisions, and his team was scoring. Tons of points, but Antonio Brown not playing all season. That was his fault because he didn't make the draft, and he can suck it like he he sucks down pop tarts. He did. He caught a touchdown. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, (laughs) uh, Josh, I love you, but I hate you, man. No, I'm just kidding. I still love you. Come over, let's snuggle. I bet you're better at snuggling than you are at fantasy football. (laughs)
0: Facts. (laughs) Big facts. Okay. The next category, we threw in here because of one person in the league. And typically, we probably wouldn't really have this category just because, you know. But Roger was so unlucky with injuries that we made a category just for him. Because un- he needed a win.
1: <laughs> unluckiest. Now, it was almost Josh because, was, yeah. because of... I mean, you can, you can explain away him dropping Melvin Gordon when he was holding out. You can explain away a ton of different stuff. You can explain away him making bad decisions on who to start, but you can't necessarily explain Tyreek Hill breaking his collarbone or Drew Brees uh, breaking his th- thumb. thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Brees scored like 40 points this week. Yep. And Roger, time after time, no matter who he would pick up, who he would trade for, whatever he would do, that player would immediately go down and just be worthless to him. And it wouldn't happen before the game. It would happen in the first quarter, and then Roger would lose. (laughs) So I was
0: actually looking back at the games and the one where Drew Brees went out. I think he had negative points from Drew Brees.
1: Well, yeah, when he went out. And I I don't know if – I mean, I don't know Roger's fantasy football experience. I imagine if he's ever had a team before – I, I think this might be his first team i'm no, not I'm I not sure he,
0: no I'm pretty sure he was in it
1: I'm last sure he's year. had other leagues, but I don't know if I mean he we would have to ask him, but I feel like this is probably his only team this year where
0: oh like oh like he's he's only managing one team this year.
1: Well, I'm just saying he's only managing one team this year. I don't think he played fantasy football last year I think he was in the league last year wasn't was was he? he I'm pretty sure he's been in for a couple of years maybe I just never noticed because he's um, so bad yeah, I think that's yeah. It's like okay. You got your, I, I was yeah. just saying. Well, I was going to say. I think it would be. It's going to be interesting to see how his team does when they're not all injured. Yeah. And he has he one had, of the higher draft picks next year.
0: He had potential this year too. Like his team looked pretty good coming out.
1: And he. So. I mean he he won three games with nobody. Mm-hmm. So it's. I mean, unlucky, unlucky. Sorry, Roger. Uh, we're going to bury you again. Unluckiest.
0: Yeah. Um, so the next four we can just kind of shoot through real quick because there's not really a whole lot to discuss about them. Uh, next one we've got the highest scoring single game team, which went week thirteen. Brittany scored 177.1 points. Yes. Now we're half point PPR, so you know I know a lot of te- a lot of leagues you do full point. I fucking hate full point PPR, and I hate no PPR because she it makes- scored over 200. If oh yeah yeah, and if you know. The no point PPR if you play that, then you're just a masochist, because then wide receivers are deemed useless. Yeah, unless they much. score touchdowns. Um, then we're going to go to lowest scoring single game team, week two, Roger with fifty four point
1: three, and wait, yeah. did Jed outscore Roger without a quarterback this week? No, Roger won. No, I mean as far as the lowest scoring of the whole year. Yes.
0: Well, I didn't know. I don't think I took the playoffs into account in these. Okay, was okay, on the okay.
1: Regular season. I was just, I was going to laugh a little bit inside where Jed still outscored him with no receiver. But yes, he no. did outscore
0: him. He had sixty <laughs> nine point <laughs> nine.
1: But yeah, so, yeah, he he only started like four people this week and still outscored Rogers' worst week. Yep. Suck it, Roger. Suck it, Jed.
0: Okay, so next we've got highest scoring team with a loss. Who put up? A shitload of points and still lost. Jed, week nine, whenever I beat him, 146.4 to 142.8.
1: And that probably knocked him out of the playoffs, to be honest. It
0: it started his decline because he was doing okay until then, and then he just— Because he needed
1: to win that week, and did he miss the playoffs by one game? One or two. I'd have to go. So it was was close, and he he did exactly what he needed to do that week. You just did it better. So Mm -hmm. that, that was rough for him.
0: Okay, then we've got the lowest scoring team with a win. Yeah. So the the a team that scored the lowest and still won goes to no surprise. Nathan, week seven, with eighty one point four over Brittany sixty seven point six.
1: I actually thought Michael was going to win this one because he had some low scoring games at the beginning mm-hmm. when he was four and zero. But I remember this game because <laughs> I. I lost that week, and I outscored Nathan by like forty points, mm-hmm. so sucked, yes, then
0: we've got a couple other ones that we can just kind of shoot through real quick. most bench points, most points left on your bench, me with nine hundred and fifty seven point four yeah, which means you had a strong bench. yes, there for a while it was my f- I had the issue kind of like Josh with my flex, yeah, where my flex whoever I started would give me like four or five seven points but the person that I didn't start over them would get me 15, 20 on my
1: bench. But you, you traded away some of those problems and made your starting receivers better. So yes. you use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Fewest bench points goes to Michael. And as he talked about, this doesn't necessarily mean that he always made the right decisions. But, for example, he mentioned A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. who did not play at all this year.
0: He had Kareem Hunt on his bench for a while, too. He, he picked him up about mid-season. I so.
1: traded him Melvin Gordon, and I don't know if... I think Melvin Gordon had come back at that point. I but think
0: he was back for like a week. He was still like, like slowly
1: that. working his yeah. way in. So he has some reasons for that, but he also has a bunch of like injury issues where uh, a bunch of players on his bench would just not play. Mm-hmm. And so... That, I Which think, a, ultimately hurt him because he didn't have a lot of decisions. We're talking about how you had the lowest bench points, and it's not necessarily because you always made the right decision. It's sometimes just because your bench sucked, <laughs> and that's why no, you had the most uh, waiver wire pickups.
2: Two, two reasons why my bench did poorly. I you mentioned, mentioned
1: A.J. Green. And Kareem yep. Hunt.
2: Yep, <clears> so <throat> those were those ate up most of the season with, yeah. with zeros. And then also with waiver wire pickups, and the constant moving of those usually a week in they do great and I'll, I would switch them out whenever they would do poorly. Yeah. So then you ended up that next week when they had one or two points because they got swapped out with another person they're trying to flex time with, and then that just ends up with low numbers. Yeah. So
1: and your your team depth overall you had you had a solid starting group, but you didn't really have like no, when my a, depth was garbage when your bye uh, weeks would come up and, and it was time in
0: real
2: life yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, yeah. great. But if if you had myself. to make a bye week start, then it like sit, I don't know who were your good players. What? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so if you <laughs> yeah. had to sit your starting receiver, you theoretically, didn't theoretically I had a
2: lot of them. Yeah. but it didn't really pan out that way. So if
1: you had to sit Keenan Allen, you didn't really have the guy on his bye week to to come in and do well. So no,
2: most receivers. I my like I said, my running backs were always where my weak point was, other than my yeah. quarterback.
1: All right. So next up. Is the closest game of the year. Yeah. These were the
0: nail biters. We had two of them. Yeah. And we'll kind of, I don't really know exactly, um, with the first one, how it ended, but I know, uh, the second one, um, was ridiculous. Yes. So the first one was week four, Nathan versus Bruce. Um, Nathan beat Bruce 96.4 to 96.3. And I don't really think there was, I think it just kind of like the week ended and that's just how it ended. um, but I week. think
1: I think that we would have to ask Nathan because he didn't remember Bruce. We probably wouldn't be able to get in contact with because yeah. he has an Android. Yeah. But I just remember. I don't think that was a Monday night game, but I think Nathan said he went to sleep Wasn't, and woke up and he was, was like, "Holy James crap!" James Conner.
2: That's what it was. Oh yeah, it was James Conner getting all those like just three, four yard runs. I remember we were watching that game, and Bruce was confident in his win, and then James Conner just kept getting the. You know, classic James Conner fashion running in the back of his own guy and falling over, but still getting <laughs> still getting two and a half yards. And it was just like literally point two points, point two points, and it ended up being those little runs in the last drive that pushed Nathan right over the edge. Mm-hmm.
0: And then we had week five, Josh versus Jess. Josh pulled out the victory 129.8 to 129.7. And this is the one where Josh's kicker came out and I looked at it.
1: Had to get him, like, four points or something like that.
0: He needed five points. Okay. He missed four? No. He missed three field goals.
1: Yes. Or
0: three extra points, one of the two. But he was, like, pushing him down into, like,
1: Yeah, he would make a field goal, and then he would miss a field goal, so Josh would be winning, and then Josh would be losing. losing.
0: And it was back and forth that whole game. And finally, he kicked – I think he kicked just a – it might have been an extra point to put him up one – by by that point one yeah. point. And it was just, I was... I it's was, a
2: shame it was wasted on Jess because, you know, she wasn't paying any attention. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: I was watching the football game and I was more like, like every time I'd get down there, I'd be like on my phone watching the app and I'm like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it is he going <laughs> he miss it? And I'm like, oh, and I text the yes. chat like, oh, Josh, that fucking sucks. Like, and Josh is like, what's happening? Yeah. Am I in a what? <laughs> Fantasy football. Worst manager. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that one was, to me, that one stuck out because that one was just like, it was, because it wasn't just like, you know, he finally came out and won. It was the fact that he was so close and he needed his kicker. That was it to do that. And he just kept missing field goals and it was just pushing him further down. And it was great. It was great. Um, The final one that we have before we get into who won this year um, is the best comeback game. And this to me, this was mine, but nobody else gave me any of their opinions on it.
1: I had a comeback but, game on a Monday night, but not quite as dramatic as this. And I don't remember what week it was, but I needed like 15 points, and mm-hmm. I got 16 this or 17 points. This is also a
2: super tough, super tough one to remember. Yeah. Like, this isn't something I could... I but thought about this because d- I tried to contribute to every category, but I couldn't come up with that.
1: You game. would remember mm-hmm. it if it happened to you. Oh, yeah, and like right. I said, I, I can't pin down exactly what mm-hmm. happened, but I needed Monday Night Miracle, and I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you needed... Not only a Monday night miracle, you needed a last play yeah. miracle. I was down by five points on Monday night football. Last play of the game. You only had your defense. My so defense. zero chance that you're going to yeah. win this game.
0: I was already like, Jed's going to beat me. That's it. The Cowboys sacked Daniel Jones. He fumbled the ball. We picked it up, returned it for a touchdown. Last play of the game. It that's a, that's my, eight
2: points, right? Yeah. Like, as and,
0: time expired.
1: <laughs> in the actual game
0: like and not only did did that win me but that was the that was the same game that Jed scored um the 100 and what was it 140 142 points. points and I scored 146 yeah to beat him and that was Jed's like he was like 140 I had Amari Cooper and the Cowboys defense and I had like 115 points to start the Monday Night Football, and I yeah. was like, I'm going to lose. Amari Cooper went crazy, and it came down to that last play, and they scored a touchdown. And that was the only way. So I was texting Wayne and Mitch because we we're all Cowboys fans, and I was like, I'm going to lose this week because the Cowboys defense, like, I need five more points. We had we like, woke like, up well, to better like
1: luck next year. 27 messages <laughs> of all caps. Like, oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Oh, my gosh.
0: But, yeah, whenever Michael was just gone for a second, but whenever we were we were talking about that game, and how it was the highest-scoring win with a loss or highest-scoring loss um, for a team that put up the most points and still lost, Um, how, like, that was, like, the decline of – like, that's where Jed started to nosedive, where he'd score, like, 60 points a week and just bad. So you're welcome, Jed. Suck it. So, man, I thought this was going to go way longer than it it actually did. I thought this would be, (laughs) like, an hour and a half, but –
1: I think we're we're gonna focus on what happens next for just quite some time. Yeah. We don't have to talk about who won, it's not a big deal. Yes, we do. I'm super excited to announce.
0: As the as lead commissioner. Yes, and lead okay. commissioner.
1: Go ahead.
2: I have some I have a little bit of something mentally prepared for this. So for everyone, I know we've been talking all year long and this is ultimately the build up to this portion of the Wasted Local Talent uh, podcast. One, first of all, thanks for checking this out. Like yeah. it, it amazes me to 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 see the statistics of the number of people that show up week in and week out to to hear what we're doing. And it's not even that great. Like I don't mean <laughs> no. I don't mean to say like this is a bad show. It's just this is just a bunch of guys playing fantasy football. There's nothing special about and it. And girls. Well, yeah, well guys is in, you know, I'm trying to be inclusive here, all right? Okay. <laughs> a bunch of males and females who are friends. Uh eh, and some friends. of them married, you know. Some <laughs> yeah, of them friend, were people that strong. we're friends with. We're not gonna tell them which
1: ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: but it's uh, definitely Jed.
1: <laughs> um this was even mentioned on our top ten list. He mentioned that we do talk about fantasy football sometimes. So I thought that was kind of cool. But.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> but point point being is we appreciate the reception to it. Um it was well enough for us to at least consider and likely pick it up again next year. And probably even give it more thought than we did uh, did this past year. So as this was a very experimental thing, so uh, big thanks to Daniel and Josiah for shouldering that effort on behalf of the company. You're welcome. Um, and Yeet. it was it's pretty dope. So it, it only was um, poetic and symbolic that you guys would it would come down to the final game.
0: It'll so, probably not happen ever again while we do this podcast.
2: I don't so, know, man. I plan
1: to be in a championship game every year.
2: So. <laughs> The history of this league here, um, I don't I know we've probably touched on it before, but um year one when we started, it was only six teams. And I we're, I don't think you were in it. First. I was not. <laughs> so Josiah was not in it, and at the end, obviously, um we couldn't find any more people because we were so last minute, and it still ended up being obviously in the playoffs. It was myself, it was Nathan, um, it was Daniel, and it was Jed. So it's kind of interesting to see in the following year after that, when Josiah started playing with us, um, in the playoffs that year, it was myself, and I won the first year. Just got to throw that out there. Uh, the second <laughs> the second year ended up being myself, Daniel, Nathan, and Jed in the playoffs again.
1: Second year, that's the year that I tanked.
2: Oh, you didn't make it in the playoffs? No. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure it was.
1: No, that's the No, that was last year. No? You tanked last year. No, I didn't tank last year
0: because sure. Jed knocked me out of the playoffs last year. Because we talked about it in the intros, and yeah, let me let me look because I can I can look. I'm it pretty up right sure here.
2: it was. Well, I don't know who was in the.
0: So here, here's the. Um, let's see. Is this 20, Rogers first? 2017? No.
2: 2017 playoff Le'Veon bracket.
0: and let die.
2: Sounds like a Nathan name.
0: So Michael obviously were number one, then downward spiral. Um, was Lyndon? Lyndon. I forgot about Lyndon. Yeah,
2: Lyndon. that's right. Suck it, Linden. I remember because he went all that way.
0: Yeah, Le'Veon let die was Nathan. Because his
2: name was like, fuck this game or something Nathan like that. Has Nathan been
0: in the playoffs every year? Yeah, so. man. He has. Man, sucks to be him.
2: <laughs> so point, point being, you're in there. You're always etched close. Josiah, the first year he was in the league, just awful. I think you finished last the first year you were in the league.
1: I... Don't think I finished last because then I would have had the first overall pick. No, I finished last and then Yeah, because that's right the year he me. tanked. I yeah. finished last in the regular season <laughs> and then he tanked and still got the first pick ahead of me.
2: And then next year ended up being um I I think it was did you make you made the playoffs that year, right?
0: Well, last year? Yeah. Yeah. Last year, um, Jed, this shit is dumb. I think that's you.
2: <laughs> that wasn't me. I didn't no, it was, that wasn't me.
0: It was me, Nathan, because I remember Nathan's kissing cousins uh, team name.
2: I think the shit's was Lyndon. Lyndon, yeah.
0: yep. Lyndon, it was the four of us. Me, Jed, Nathan, and Lyndon.
2: Okay. And then, uh, so this year, with some new rivals coming to the top, which is really nice. Is this the first year it's been 10 teams? No,
0: it's no, been 10 teams year. the past three years. Okay, yeah, the first year okay. it was
2: not. So, it's nice that you guys shouldered this effort, and you guys are in the championship game. Man, <clears throat> it has been, it's been a wild ride watching you guys do this. And here in the, here in the studio, we have uh, – I forget. What's the name of this type of trophy? I don't know. The Lomb- this Lomb- is the Vince trophy? Lombardi Trophy, right? Yeah, it's the Lombardi okay. Trophy. Okay. So th- we have a Lombardi Trophy. It's got some plaques on the side. And as we, I think we announced in the first year, it says, none of us really wanted to win. We really just wanted Daniel to lose. Now this was a this was a tough game because um, the first
0: year I was talking shit the whole year because I was doing so well and got destroyed in the playoffs.
2: (laughs) Yep, and I had the first year I went into the playoffs six and seven scraped in by points and ended up winning. So I'm sure that made Daniel feel great. So um, no,
0: no, I'm still bitter.
2: (laughs) So just to give you guys a bit of a recap here um, about how this game went, I'm just gonna I'll lead into it here before we announce the winner. Daniel had a Thursday night game. Everyone knows he has Lamar Jackson and uh, Mark Andrews. He was kicking around who to start because they were both questionable. They got activated via ESPN app shortly before the game, and then he scored a combined total of sixty points between the two of them.
0: It was fifty, but well, whatever. <laughs> it was
2: it was a lot of points for two players to score. Um, and then Sunday came, and all the rest of the points started to add up. And lo and behold, all the way into Monday night, Josiah holding on hope to get back up there. And did he do it? We
1: just wanted Daniel to lose.
2: We just <laughs> wanted Daniel to lose. The league has failed, guys. Daniel <laughs> was victorious, beating Josiah. By
1: 60 points.
2: Beating Beat Jos- your ass. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Dang it. stupid <laughs> ESPN ESPN app. app is terrible. One hundred and seventy one point <laughs> three eight to one
1: hundred and eleven point nine four.
2: Just an absolute <laughs> boning.
1: I <laughs> I destroyed you. Okay, so I know Daniel probably wants to gloat a little bit. I just have, That's fair, I, I, he's earned it. And he yeah. has earned it. He's
2: also earned last draft picks, so but That's he's okay. also earned tenth and 11th draft Let's
1: pick, talk about Look at this, this team. This so he, he made the right decision with Lamar Jackson and Ryan Tannehill. Even though Ryan Tannehill scored 24 points, he, he made the gutsy call on Thursday night. Lamar Jackson was injured, and he decided he was going to play. So kudos to Daniel on that. He scored you 37 points. Uh, Mark Andrews, who was also battling injury, scored you 13 <coughs> points. Christian McCaffrey has done what he's done for you all year. 33 points. So in order for me to win, I needed Lindsey to score three points, Robert Woods to score three points, but then I also needed Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown and Minnesota's defense and Robbie gold to score three points. That didn't happen. Tyreek Hill, 21 points. He had a great game in the freaking snow. I was so excited <laughs> when I saw all that snow, I was so nervous and he scored two touchdowns. <laughs> AJ Brown, who you admitted yourself would not have been on your team if, if dj wasn't. chark wasn't hurt yep and then mm. uh, who else was hurt oh, no amari cooper no,
0: amari cooper if he wasn't playing the rams was, which that was that was a smart move anyway because amari cooper only scored two points
1: yes each, so but, you pick mm. up aj brown just kind of i mean it was good research but also at the same time that uh, he scored you 21 points and if i had any chance of catching you that kind of buried it, and then Minnesota's defense scored 26 points, and your kicker scored 12 points. So, funny
0: story. Right before the 4 o'clock game... I remember this. Me and Josiah were here in the studio because um, our interviews didn't show up on Sunday. Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, man, I don't know if I should just pull the Vikings defense because they were only projected at 5, and the Chargers looked good the week before, and I was like, man, like... I don't know if I want to start them because there's a really good chance I could go into the negative. Um, so Josiah went and, f- and got one of our wasted local talent
1: buttons that we have. Available on 13
0: .com slash store.
1: Shop? Some Shop. one of those. One of those. Merch. 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 Fuck, <laughs> I get <the> it wrong every
0: time. <laughs> 13palmtrees.com slash merch slash um, merch. And he was like.
1: So I played heads. a psychology trick yeah. on him. I said, heads. You start Minnesota's defense tails. You sit Minnesota's defense. Man, that's ironic. Did
2: he just make an ambiguous statement and then he ended up not getting to start either?
1: Oh <laughs> no! But i i went to I went to flip the coin and it landed tails, and I, which means that yeah. you're going to sit your team yeah. and hopefully not because I believe I mean Michael had negative eight points from his defense the week before. Mm-hmm. If that happened to you, that, that's kind of my only hope of coming back is Minnesota's defense crap in the bed uh, or in the front seat of their car. But you, I flipped the coin, it landed on tails, which meant you were supposed to sit your defense. And I said, But what did your heart say when the coin was in midair? And you're like, My heart said I should start them. And I said, Well, you have to go with your heart. And then we embraced, and it was. And
0: thank you, Philip Rivers, uh, <laughs> for. God, 26 points. Yeah. I think I was their highest. Uh, I, I They're the only defense that I've had except for Dallas's, and I've only started Dallas's twice, and one of them was because Minnesota was
1: on a bye. And I, I didn't have a terrible week either. No. I scored 111 points. It's actually lower than your average. It though. is lower than my average. I made a poor decision in starting Jarvis Landry over Mike Williams. Mike Williams scored 15 points. Jarvis Landry scored 4.8.
2: To be fair, he's the only person that scored over 8 points that entire
1: game. Wait, who? Mike Williams. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I I did not I did not want to start him against Minnesota's defense, and that's that's why I started Jarvis Landry. He he didn't have his best game. He still got 5 catches, but he didn't really do much. And then I was tossed back and forth between Miles Sanders and Austin Eckler. Man. And I put Austin this... Eckler in because I felt like between the two he was most likely the one that could go off and get thirty points because he did it last week and he's done it a bunch of times before. Even though Jordan Howard was announced that he was out and Miles Sanders was the only running back, but Boston Scott though. Boston been, Scott last he went week crazy. That was the week another before, so. yeah. So Miles Sanders was battling injury and Boston Scott did great. And I thought I have to start Austin Eckler. He's my best chance. Austin Eckler got ten points, which is a great flex play. Miles Sanders got thirty-two point two points, but even if I was plus eleven in the receiver position and plus twenty-two, I I would have scored a, about hundred forty points. I'm not great at math, but I still would have lost by thirty points. So it didn't necessarily matter. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a little disappointed in myself that I made the wrong play. I've done that a couple times down the stretch, but this time wouldn't have mattered because uh, you just absolutely. Crushed me. It was,
0: which is crazy because like Robert Woods and Philip Lindsay a combined total of six point nine points.
1: Yeah, and that's I. I even told it, you. It, I said I need that. Yeah, and I, when that was happening, and the four o'clock games rolled around, and I I didn't necessarily. Give up hope. I needed Alvin Kamara to do really well. What was it, eight,
0: a, eight touchdowns and like 150 well, yards? Well, at this point,
1: I didn't need him to do that because I had Nick Chubb, well, who scored yeah. 22 points, mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins, who scored almost 15, Zach Ertz, who scored almost 15. Uh, so I was I was doing okay. I wasn't – I mean, I needed some big games from people, but then you just kept piling it on, 4 o'clock game, Sunday night game, just kept piling it on, and there was no shot You're the champion. I am. It feels good. It's been a long time. Finally, Daniel's a winner at something. (sighs) I know. I I needed this. This stings (laughs) because I faced Lamar Jackson in this league. I faced Lamar Jackson (laughs) in another league. And then in a third league that I'm in, I didn't face Lamar Jackson, but I still lost, which means that (laughs) I was tied for first in this league. I was first in those other two leagues. And here I am with no trophies and no wife. I just completely (laughs) tanked out. This has, been, this has been rough. <laughs> I am not even going to get a good draft pick next year. Guys, show some love for your boy uh, <laughs> on the Facebook page. I'm hurting. Um, this, this, is, this is hard for me. I, I might actually cry, but you know what makes it better is that Jed <laughs> got dead last and not a good draft pick on top <laughs> of it because he tanked. <laughs> Suck it, Jed. <clears throat> Yeah. Daniel feels good. I believe you've prepared a statement. I do. Is and that your? Do yeah.
2: we all? Are we doing final statements?
1: If you guys want to do a final statement, that was my final, was statement. final statement. Suck it, Jed. So yeah, Michael,
0: you can go ahead. Then I'll then I'll end with mine because I've I've wrote a little poem.
1: I <laughs> I hope it doesn't rhyme. You suck. It, it does rhyme, <laughs>
0: and that was my. It was so hard to make it rhyme. So I um words.
2: I didn't really prepare prepare a full statement, but I do want to say that. I went into the league this year. I don't want to say overconfident, but I was confident in my team. Everyone else thought they were did poorly, and I proved them all wrong because they all said that I had injury woes and that they were inconsistent and that's the inconsistency wasn't the issue but or was an accurate statement. but as far as injury goes, they all stayed healthy every single one of them throughout <clears throat> the entire year. however. My team just had issues getting on the field and playing. They just couldn't make it happen. I mean, they were had, on the field. They just I had great players. I mean, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, Ezekiel Elliott, Melvin Gordon. I mean, just all these awesome running backs and wide receivers, and they couldn't top fifteen points a game
1: consistently, some of them even ten. That was like me the first year I was in <coughs> in this league. I drafted the second and third overall running backs from the season before i had the top-ranked receiver top-ranked tight end all from the season before and they just all like demarco murray retired after i drafted him he just said i quit and he and andrew lucked his way out and well i mean Dar- Don't, i
2: was gonna it. say there's some ptsd <laughs> issues over there but so.
1: i mean sometimes that happens in fantasy where you look and you say Keenan Allen, I know you mentioned he'd just been beating the crap out of you for three years in a he row. Had three 30 point games at
2: the beginning of the season and just stop yeah. doing anything.
1: So that's that's fantasy sometimes. It just no, it, it happens. But I I'm excited for next year already. Me too. Does the XFL have fantasy football? No, but they need to. Oh my gosh, can we do an XFL fantasy football? If they start one. Okay. I'm going to win that one. <laughs> I guarantee Probably, it. Probably because you know way more about that. <laughs> Says it right. every year. Hey. The one best, of these years, it'll pay off.
2: The best way to learn about football is to play fantasy football. That's how I learned.
1: So. You still don't know anything. <laughs> Loser. I learned more than I did. It's true.
2: Also, um,
1: you named 12. You. Two years? You <laughs> named 12 <laughs> players from your favorite team this Today. week. <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> um Five of them were running backs, but <laughs> still
0: <laughs> counted.
2: All right, Daniel, hit us with your final statement.
0: This is it. We're signing off right after this.
2: <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is the last time you'll hear from me on this
0: show. No, we'll have you back on sometime.
2: I'm dying. Great.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is like, I don't know if be able to say this with a straight face. What's you don't
2: the- do anything. Never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Suck it, Roger.
0: With the trophy in hand and a heart full of cheer, I can say without doubt it was finally my year. With 2020 approaching, it's full steam ahead. But before we sign off, go fuck yourself, Jed. (laughs)